Now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. What is going on, everybody? What's up? What's up? What is up a whole lot is up holy smokes do i got some crazy shit to tell you guys about what went down today on aew collision what's up guys welcome back to snug wrestling my name is edgar and i'm about to piss a lot of people off honestly i have a lot of unpopular opinions a lot of unpopular takes and full disclosure you might not be too happy about what you'll hear today on this episode. So with that being said, I might get a lot of heat for this, but it's okay because I'm just going to be 1000% honest with you guys when it comes to this wrestling stuff. And I hope you guys can do the same for me at Snug Wrestling. Let me know your thoughts about my thoughts and what you guys think about my takes. For the past couple of weeks, AEW Collision, I've been saying it, it's been the better show in AEW blowing dynamite out of the water just better matches better promos better talent better everything on collision you know we had the big tag team match with ftr versus the bullet club gold we had cm punk versus samoa joe in the previous weeks we had so much good shit and i was expecting a lot of good shit on this show too especially because we were gonna have the big tag team championship at the main event ftr versus adam cole and mjf and that was a really good match ftr pulled off another classic tag team match here really great entertaining match but we'll get to that later on but this episode of AEW Collision felt like an episode of Dynamite for so many reasons. And I was kind of disappointed in this show. Maybe I just had really high expectations or maybe someone pissed in my Cheerios this morning. I don't know. But let's get started here. So the ladder match. AEW Collision starts off with Andrade versus Buddy Matthews. And when there's a ladder match going down, there's something hanging up high that the wrestlers must try to get. In this case, it was Andrade's mask. So as the wrestlers are doing their entrances, I'm thinking a lot of things already are going through my mind, such as the mask in Mexico. It's a tradition and it's a big deal. They take the mask very seriously over there and it's, you know, history and it's a respect thing when it comes to the luchador mask. And as I'm thinking this, I'm realizing Andrade, he doesn't wear a mask. The mask that Andrade wears, it's not even a luchador mask. It's just looks like something he just wears for his entrances and as i was realizing these things ian riccoboni pretty much explained my first theory that that mask means a lot to andrade it's a family lineage and andrade felt disrespected by the house of black when the house of black took that mask away from him so i said fine okay so the house of black they take the mask from andrade 
And then for a couple of weeks after that, they have some altercations and Andrade gets thrown out of the arena. And I thought this was going to lead to a match with Andrade versus Malachi Black. But instead, they go with Buddy Matthews in the ladder match. Buddy Matthews, he's great, but is it really necessary to have a ladder match with one of the lackeys of the House of Black? Malachi Black is the leader. I thought Andrade's payoff was going to be versus Malachi Black. Now, that could still be the case because Andrade and Malachi haven't had a match yet. That can still happen. But what type of match is it going to be? A fucking buried alive match or something? The latter match was impressive. They did a lot of crazy shit to each other. They even did a table spot with Julia Hart, which I thought was crazy. And Andrade ended up getting the win here. But all of that for the mask, I believe, was really unnecessary. AEW Collision, they haven't really had a whole lot of gimmick matches like this ladder match that they did today. It's usually the gimmick matches have been going down. They usually been happening in AEW with the blood and guts, with the multi tag team matches, the no DQ matches. Over here in Collision, it's usually just tag team matches, six man tags, singles matches, but nothing really, not a whole lot of hardcore matches or just straight up wrestling. That's what Collision usually has, but this time they started off with the ladder match. Miro got jumped by Aaron Solo. Why? I mean, Miro defeated Nick Camarado last week, and I believe Nick Camarado, he's part of the QT faction, or he was trained by QT. Aaron Solo, he's with QT, so I that's the only connection that I know of when it comes to Aaron Solo and, and Miro, but for Aaron Solo to attack Miro with a chair, I just, it, I don't get it. I don't understand. Darby Allen at the opening of the show, he's pissed off. He should be. He has every right to. He got screwed over on Dynamite by his old time pal, AR Fox, and he just wants to fight. He wants to fight someone. He doesn't care who it is. It can be AR Fox. It could be Swerve. Anybody. Darby Allen is setting up this open challenge for anyone who wants it. And out of all people, out of everyone that you have on your roster, the guy that you're going to put versus Darby Allen is Minoru Suzuki. And even Darby Allen doesn't seem too happy about it either. Neither was I. The announcers, they do their best to try to justify this. They showed a little video package of some of the encounters that Darby has had with Minoru Suzuki the past couple weeks at the Royal Rampage. How they these guys have history and how Minoru Suzuki, he's really tough and doing all these and saying all these really good things about Minoru Suzuki. And that's good, but this guy, he's just another old guy from Japan that AEW brought over, like the ones that they brought over for forbidden door now also darby allen he's the number one contender for the tnt championship versus christian and this guy minoru suzuki pretty much made darby allen look like a punt he wasn't selling anything for darby darby allen barely got offense on minoru it was mostly suzuki beating up darby throughout this whole match and darby allen barely beat him so the guy that you're gonna put at the Wembley versus Christian barely beat Minoru Suzuki. The crowd there, they love this type of shit. However, they were popping like crazy throughout this match and they were loving it. But from where I was sitting, mm-mm-mm. Not so much. On a more brighter note, Tony Storm had an interview and she called out Sheeta. Tony Storm and Sheeta, they're going to have a match at Dynamite for the Women's Championship. And also, Tony Storm called Sheeta a cow. 
which I thought was pretty funny because Tony Storm got a lot of heat on the internet. There's a video going around of Tony Storm calling Willow Nightingale a cow. <laughs> so Tony Storm said, fuck it. I'm just going to call everyone a cow now since I got a lot of heat for it. Then I might as well get even more heat. At least we'll get to see Tony Storm at Dynamite next week. Samoa Joe versus Gravity. This guy, Gravity, he was just on Dynamite. He was just on Ring of Honor. And now he's on Collision. But this was a good win by Joe. Thankfully, it was short and it was sweet. And Joe even did the thing, you know, where the guy, his opponent, he's on the top rope and jumps off and Joe walks away. The ash, it's wonderful. I love it. Because how ironic is that? Usually the wrestlers, they wait there to catch the guy but no Samoa Joe just walks away and Joe ends up winning with the finisher that was banned in WWE haven't seen that move be done in a long time all right CM Punk gets interviewed by Tony Schiavone and CM Punk comes out to a big pop only in Canada is where CM Punk is getting booed and he's a heel and CM Punk comes out with his red bag and also wearing a cool shirt that says I'm a collision guy I am a collision guy also but not today and punk has a lot to talk about there's a lot of stuff going down in collision the stuff with ricky starks the stuff in the red bag but the thing that CM Punk wants to talk about is the Wembley. And CM Punk points out that no other wrestler has been talking about it. No one has been talking about it. And that's a very interesting point. The Wembley's coming up in exactly one month from today, I believe, 30 days from now. And no one's talked about it, at least not on TV. And people want to know what's in the bag. And CM Punk reveals what's in the bag. But I think we all knew what that was. And it's the AEW World Championship that CM Punk never lost. It still has his blood from when CM Punk beat John Moxley, and he never lost it, so he's the real champion. And to mark his territory, CM Punk spray-painted an X across the title because that's his title, and he can do whatever he wants with it. And this is already getting crazy. Like, this right here, after seeing all that nonsense, this made it all worth it because shit is finally happening here. Something interesting is finally happening. And this could mean a lot of things, such as... Now, it might just be me, but this is starting to feel more and more like a brand split every week. You have MJF with a Triple B, who's usually on Dynamite. And now you have CM Punk over on Collision saying things like, there's a lot of things happening in AEW. No, there's a lot of things happening in Collision. Wearing shirts that say, I'm a Collision guy. So CM Punk is really focusing on Collision, talking about Collision strictly, and now CM Punk revealed the AEW World Championship belt that he never lost. CM Punk hasn't mentioned MJF. He hasn't said anything about, oh, I want to face MJF to see who's the real champion. No, CM Punk is stating that he's the champion already. He's the real champion. And Ricky Starks even comes out and he demands a shot at the title. So we're going to have a championship match next week on collision between CM Punk and Ricky Starks. So now we have two titles. And both champions were on this show of Collision. Of course, MJF was in the main event wrestling for the tag team titles versus FTR. And he also came out with his championship. So we had two AEW championship belts on this show on the same night. But I truly believe that there's going to be two champions. There's going to be one on Dynamite, which is MJF. And there's going to be one on Collision. The Guns and Juice Robinson, they face Hijo del Vikingo, Martin, and Andretti. 
The Guns won this match, and this match was not very good. Hijo del Vikingo took like five minutes to set up his one spot that he did the whole entire match. So he just showed up, he did one flip, and the Guns and Juice caught him. And that was it for Hijo del Vikingo. And I have no idea why he was even in this match, but he was. There was no tags. I saw a few super kicks that didn't even connect. It was just all around a mess. This match was just all over the place. Mercedes Martinez versus Kiara Hogan. I thought this was going to be a squash match. I wasn't familiar with Kiara Hogan. I've heard the name, but I thought she was a local girl. But Mercedes Martinez ended up winning this match. And looks like she's going to be facing Chris Statlander for the Women's TBS Championship. And the main event, MJF. And Adam Cole versus FTR. FTR came out to a crowd full of booze and I'm like, oh no. But AEW is known to split their crowds between two baby faces. And I just never expected FTR to get booed like this. I thought it was going to be 50-50. But MJF and Adam Cole, they have really gotten over with the crowd with this little goofy tag team that they put together. So we get all four wrestlers in the ring. On one side, you have FTR, the tag team champions. On the other side, you have MJF and Adam Cole. Now, to me, it looks like you have one of the best tag teams in the world. And then they're facing this tag team that's been doing dance-offs has been doing funny skits that's not very serious but this match was still really fucking good mjf he's just being a dick like always trying to piss off dax harwood and get under his skin you know mjf and adam cole they were building up the double clothesline they were building up the squashing the balls of dax harwood which that happened and the people pop big for it still no double clothesline though but this match had it all because it's ftr mjf and adam cole they did really good as well but the people were really getting behind adam cole and mjf here like they wanted to see them become the aew tag champions and for a second i thought that they were going to pull it off but thankfully ftr ended up getting the win here and they retain the tag team gold dax hardwood ended up getting the pin in mjf and when the referee counted the one two three the crowd actually booed so they were really disappointed that adam cole and mjf didn't win this one and mjf was disappointed as well he was mad he looked like he got really emotional he was blaming himself and adam cole was trying to cheer him on telling him you're the world champion you're the world champion gives him the bell adam cole turns around and it looks like mjf was gonna turn but there was no turn MJF and Adam Cole are still buddies. They're still pals. So you guys, you you can sleep good tonight knowing that the tag team of Adam Cole and MJF, they're still together. Other than CM Punk and Ricky Starks and the tag team main event, I think that made everything else on the show watchable. Even the Samoa Joe gravity match, I also like that because Samoa Joe won in a very, very convincing way, as he should. But everything else, it just felt like dynamite to me. It felt like AEW. So I think the streak of Collision having consistently good shows back to back kind of stops here. Hopefully next week it gets a little bit better. But this week was it was a little rough. But tell me what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling, and we will talk soon. Later.